I don't think you want to do that. And I was like, well, yes, I do. And the more people told me I shouldn't is the more reason why I did it. And two years later, those same people is now some of my biggest supporters behind the scenes. They don't want to tell nobody that they love me, but they do. I love it. I love it. I love how you stepped out there and you showed the people and yourself, not not so much the people, but yourself. That That's what it was. I didn't think I could host. Like I'm, I'm cool. I was, I was on my dude's show. Still there um, until the end of this month. Then I'm going uh, strictly on my show and, and the events. I'm not doing no more co-hosting nobody's show. Um, stepping out to the spotlight. But right. no, I, it was, uh, it was, it was eye-opening for me because I didn't know if I could do it. But I was like, people telling me I couldn't, so I, I was like, forget, it, I got to now because I didn't talk so much mess about it and made the well, big fuss like. So I was like, I, I think I can go. I, I think I can host my show. And not going to lie, at first it was rough. Um, the first six months of doing it, not knowing how to be a host, not knowing anything about it, uh, production, none of that stuff. But I lost sleep learning and, and, and growing and perfecting my craft. So now, two years later, I have a lot of people that, you know, realize when I started up until now and they see the change. And I feel the change. Like, I feel like a whole different person from now when I started. Like, it's night and day. Like, I'm telling you, if you see me when I first started, that shit was rough. Well, I like that you are telling your story because I'm new to podcasting. I just started. It'll be a year in January. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thank you for sharing that because it shows me, you know, that, okay, I stepped out there, did this podcast challenge. Shout out to David Shen. Shout out to Sean and because I was in those type of communities that pushed me okay, just step out there and when you're doing something for a reason, for a purpose instead of just doing you know, because I was like, I'm just going to be me like, I don't have everything I want and I'm very particular about getting stuff and doing it the way I want it to be like, I'm doing it and slowly do it and just show it where I'm at right now so thank you for sharing that I share my story because everything I've accomplished in two years, I want people to know that they can do it too. I'm not doing, I didn't reinvent the wheel. I didn't do anything. I was just me. I spoke my truth. I still do. And I grind as hard as anybody on earth. There's, I don't think there's nobody that outworks me. There might be people who have more resources or more, you know, backing than me, but they don't outwork me. I lose sleep over this. I'm up till three, four in the morning thinking about how to get better. I'm always researching. I'm always looking at different things and seeing what might fit the show and how I can benefit, how it can benefit me and other people. And my, it's, just a, it's a testament. Like, I mean, I'm just telling, I tell my story so people be after me don't think like, you know what I'm saying? I just, I got it out. You know what I'm saying? I got it out the mud. I jumped out the porch and was like, fuck, I'm just going to do it. And then however it, it starts working, and if it ain't working, I'm going to find a way to fix it. I'll I sleep over it. So. That's right. I love that. I love how you show the grit. It's all about not just the talent, but the um, perseverance behind that. Mm-hmm. Because you can't do one without the other. You know? No. I love that you're showing that through the podcast. So, so I appreciate you. So that's a great way to go into the segment today. We are talking about excuses excuses. As you see, DC, what the shit podcast has told you, there are no excuses. There no, are no excuses. Um, we are really in a time where society, where there's so 
free to you. You can go to any city and there's a free public library. I know because anytime I go somewhere, that's one thing I'm big on. I'm still a nerd. I still read books. And when my computer's down or something ain't right, I'll go to that library in a minute. <laughs> my favorite is YouTube University. I don't think people realize the power of YouTube. There are so many things I've learned on YouTube. I implemented my podcast today, and y'all be up there. That's why sometimes I don't sleep, because I'm up on YouTube till like 2, 3, 4 in the morning no, watching videos. No, you out to YouTube, because yeah. you really just put it in the nail. Like, YouTube shows you how to do anything. You want to know how to do hair. You want to know how to cook. You want to know how to do a podcast. I mean, Making shows- promo videos. Like, there, I made, I did a Marvel, uh, my fifth season, I did a Marvel-style opening. For my show. I learned how to do it on, on, on YouTube, step oh, by step. It came out amazing, but it was like, I was like, okay, I want to do this. So if you have an idea, it's on YouTube, I guarantee you. You might not know how to phrase it to put it in there, but it's on YouTube, and it'll teach you, you know what I'm saying, step by step. You just got to be able to put in the work and retain the information and just put it in, you know what I'm saying, put it into action. I love that. I love how you, how you put it in that you know, step-by-step, step. but tell us a little bit more. When we talk about excuses, you know, today everybody has some type of excuse as mm-hmm. to why they don't do or what type of thing they don't do or this, this, and that. Um, it really makes me think of victim mentality. When you think of a victim mentality, what is the first thing that comes to mind to you? Uh, they always have an excuse. I mean, like, I, I tell, I even tell my son this, um, excuses are like asshole. Everybody has one. Nobody wants to see him or hear him. Um, like, and for me, that's always been my biggest thing. Like, nobody cares if I'm tired. Nobody cares if you're, you're upset. They, it's results-driven world. You know, so if you're not performing, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care why you're not performing. When you're performing, they still don't really care. But then they, you know, they act like they care because you're performing. But it's all about, you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like, everybody has a problem. Some kind of setback, some... You know what I mean, but it's up to you to fix that, whatever that might be. No, I love that. I love you saying that because I had to like really check my own shit, still checking me. You know, learning. Okay, especially with this layout. Like I was like, okay, Brittany, like you're upset because of you just moved. You just, you know, you just you paid all this money to move. The company did not move you. So, you did this. You know, you and your husband did this. And it's like, damn, really? This is really not the best time for y'all to let me go. In my head, that's how I was thinking. But then I started, like, checking me. You know, these things. I was like, really, Brittany? You really just been... You just been treading water in this particular role. You was not happy. You haven't been happy in mortgage in years. You know, I kind of just took it. Because I was like, shoot, the bread there... But then it showed me, too. I was like, okay, I'm tired of the up and down. I've been laid off twice, and I really want to do something else. You know? Um, And so it just made me realize that, okay, Brittany, get out your own phone. How how did you realize, or do you still play that role, or do you know people that still play that role, and how how do you deal with those type of people? I don't, um, as much as possible. Like, I, I try to be uh, respectful and, you know, realize that people have real life and real things go on. 
But then I have to realize that I have to have real life and real things going on. And I'm saying people don't care. So if you don't care about what I got going on, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, life moves on and everything happens for a reason. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to pivot. Uh, especially in the podcast game. I mean, you have people who say they care about you one day. And, you know what I'm saying, the next day they switch up on you and working with somebody who is like, I'll never work with him. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Or they'll, 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 they'll want you to support their stuff, but they won't support your stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? It's just those weird things that I've learned that it's just a part of the game. And once you realize that you're not, it's inevitable. You know, um, I'm going to be black, I'm going to pay taxes, I'm going to die. It's inevitable. <laughs> Everything in between that I can control I will try to control up until a certain point to where I know it's not in my control and it's just going to happen. Um, for those people, you just have to realize that life is going to life. I mean, like I said, it's just things happen. You know what I mean? You got to try to put yourself in those people's shoes, but at the same time, understand that some people... I made a post today. Um, you know, people want to see... I want to see people win... But there's some people you have to learn to love at a distance and support from a distance. Um, That's always been big to me because you start seeing people who are there for you, but they're only there for you when you're up. When you're down, nobody likes celebrating with a loser. (laughs) I used to go sports, so you win a game, everybody's there. You know, everybody's celebrating. Everybody's partying. When you lose, it's about three people in that room. And oh, you yeah. three people that you need to realize when you lose, who's in that room? Them the people you need to focus on when you up. I really learned that a long time ago. Um, I learned that when I lost my dad. You know, that's why I was related to what you said. You said you're over it, but you really never get over you know, it. I'm not over it. No, I'm never going to be over it. Because I, okay. when I got my new job, I was kind of sad because I know when I posted on Facebook, my daddy's usually the first person. like, hey, son, let me hold a dollar. Right. Or he'll call me like, I see you got a new job, son. Come, let me hold some money, son. You know, big money bags. He would call me every time. Right. And then, and, and a lot of these milestones I've hit, I get sad because, yes, my mom celebrates it with me. You know, she'll call me. But my dad was one of my, you know, he, he's, it kind of sucks sometimes because I'm like, damn, if I can just hear my dad's voice to give me guidance or. You know, if I can just hear it, you know, he's proud of me. I, I can hear it in my head, you know, because I can replay the memories, but it's not the same as the real thing. You know, oh, yeah. so, you know so sometimes it, it, it gets rough, yeah. you know, and I'm the oldest of seven. Oh, uh, wow. Know? And then, you know, five, my dad had five kids, you know, so we, we still talk, but it's kind of like we all are in our own, you know, different spaces on yeah, that and, you know, where we were at with our dad, you know, because I have two brothers who were twins. They lived with him. So, you know, they were kind of there, you know, and then me and my other brother, we went down there, you know, when, when we, we had to, because we had to put a plug on him. Um, my support. Um, but that's another hard decision. Like, so when people tell me, you know, like, oh, things are rough, you know, you know, this and that, I'm like, dog, I had to put my dad on life support. Like, that's the hardest decision I've ever made in my life. Um, but I also had to realize, one, that's what he would have wanted because there's, there's no life being a vegetable. And two, my dad wouldn't want us to be sad. He would want no. us to, you know what I'm saying, persevere and move on. So, you know, environment makes you tough 
but life experience makes you soft, if that oh. makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Um, it's funny because a lot of things that my dad told me are still unfolding. He died in 2008, you know, and I still have my days where I want to hear his voice. I used to have his voice, man. I used to listen to it all the time. Um, I, I have one for my brother. He left my brother a message because, you know, I'm good with uh, audio. I was able to cut it to make it sound like he was telling us all he loved them. So every now and then... I'll play that message when I get down or it's late and I'll be like, man, I don't know if I can do this. I'll play that message from my dad um, and hear his voice and in, in the back of my mind, it's like he's telling me, your ass better not give up. <laughs> Just because I'm not here don't mean I can't come, come with Because my dad was a big dude, you know, right. six, about 6'5". Six, oh, yeah, he was a big dude. Three, three, three something, you know what I'm saying? I'm about 6'2", six, 6'3", six, so we, you know what I'm saying, bears. But my dad would be on that. Like, I don't care how old you get, boy, I still would be. I'd be like, all right, old man. But then, you know what I'm saying? Just those interactions sometimes fuel me. Besides family, you know, it's those type of things that fuel me. Like, I can't give up. I have people that there's no excuses I can give them to, you know what I mean? So that's why I don't really subscribe to excuses. Like, you know, they're cool uh, for a little bit, but after a while, no one cares. Oh, no one cares. <laughs> I, I really realized that, you know, every trial and tribulation, you know, is peaks and valleys. Things go up and down. Relationships go on. People move on. You know, kids get older. They leave the house, and they have their own families. And so I, I remember my dad used to tell me that all the time. He said, baby, when I'm gone, the bills going to keep coming. And I laughed because when he was gone, it was a bill in his name. I laughed. Because it's like I said, it's stuff he tells me still to, or told me that still unfolded. And I'm realizing like people are too involved or should be too involved in their own shit to worry about. And I'm not going to say you're not supposed to worry about other people. You are. No, no, because I feel sometimes I feel the same way. And I tell people the same thing. I'm like, Somebody asked, like, cats I used to grow up with. You know, we used to go to the club 10 years. You know, we kicked it. Now I couldn't tell you what half of them is doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it ain't because, you know, I don't care about them. It's just I have my own shit. Right. Yeah, their own shit. Life is life. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's one of my favorite sayings. Um, my, a friend of mine who, um, great person, Brandy Blocker, she she told me that. Like, we, we exchange voice messages every now and then. You know, she does... I'm working on an event, so she's uh, my event planner, but she's also kind of my spiritual sister. Right. Because we started out hating each other. Uh, right. Like, because we, we both were a co-host on the show that we're actually both leaving. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she, she well, she already left. Um, you know, because she has stuff to do, like, you know. So she told me that, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, that just sounds goofy. It's not like it's something cheesy you get at a Walmart on a T-shirt. But then it started making sense, like, there's a guy who I went to his wedding. I, one, I didn't know he was getting married. Two, I didn't know he had, like, two more kids than the last time I seen him. That's, you know what I'm saying, or three more. You know what I'm saying? That's I didn't see he came out at the wedding. Uh, that's, I, I didn't see, you know what I'm saying? I, it was his wedding, too. That's what's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just got invited. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's my homie. Showed up. There's, like, three more kids. I'm like, wait, I knew he had one. He's like, you ain't know he had one. I'm like, no, nigga. Right. Evidently, I'm here, you know what I'm saying, on the shop. Right. 
but it, I just don't to show how life is just, it moves on. You know, sometimes you grow apart from people. Um, it does. Um, and, it, and no, you don't say, and you don't take it personal. Um, no. Anyway, because I feel like something you said earlier. Only thing that you can really do is control what's around you, your surroundings, mm-hmm. How, um, your attitude, develop your skills, um, work on the relationships that are close to you, because. We all have been down and out. You can't say, it don't matter how much money you make, it don't matter what you got going on, everybody has had that moment. And you can always remember um, who the people were that were around you. And I know to this day, you know, the things I've been through, losing my grandma, losing my dad, walking my daughter through cancer, and still having moments, you know, I realized, okay, at the end of the day, like my dad told me, Ain't nobody going to be in here with your brother and your sisters anyway. So that's really, I'm thankful that I had that relationship, you know, that I have that strong relationship with my siblings. Um, and I'm thankful that I have my husband and my kids because, like I said, you have to worry about your village. Yeah. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, like I said, I'm not even bad that we don't even talk like we used to, you know, because I... Once you start losing some of them common denominators that you guys think you have, like we used to party, kick it, girls and all this and that, I got married. Right. You know, I started focusing on working, you know. Right. And now I'm focusing on making this it, you know what I mean? So it's like I don't have time to reminisce about, you know, football games from back in 2002, you know what I mean? I don't have time <laughs> to reminisce about hanging out with old girl back in the club 2012. I'm trying to make the most of right now you know so and it's funny you said that because um like i told you earlier i had to check my damn self because even in my relationship with my husband you know as far as excuses and what i'm gonna tolerate what i'm not gonna tolerate um i had to realize what type of man i was dealing with what type of man i married um i'm still learning that because it takes time Oh, God. My wife, my wife, I know I annoy the fuck out of her. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I just, my personality, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of being both, uh, introvert and extrovert and kind of in the middle. So there's sometimes I can be far, there's, there's no really, it's either I'm far on one side, far on the other side, I'm kind of in between. But there's no like, hey, he's this one, it's just, and I'm annoying. It's fuck. That's why I do what I do, because I, I run my mouth all day long. Sometimes to the detriment of my own sleeping, because sometimes I have to sleep on the couch because I done said some shit I probably shouldn't have said with her. <laughs> you know, just being real, I have no filter. So I try to measure my words so I don't um, end up on the couch at night. But, I mean, some people, it, it's a lifetime. You know, people think you're going to get to know your wife or your husband in one year or two years now like i've been married since 2015 i don't know how to do math right now i'll tell you how many years that is but we've been married for a while you know we still learn how, how long were y'all together before you got married um about two years off and on okay see that's good see tell your wife she maybe 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 about a year yeah, okay I, I was i was stupid it probably would have been sooner had i not been you know um, still out here in these streets, but you know, it, everything happens for a reason. Uh, when we first met, I wasn't ready. Right. Um, didn't appreciate, you know, her the, her her personality as it is. 
You know, I was still trying to see some hood rats curves, you know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> I mean, at least you being honest, at least she know, at least you waited or whatever. You get what I'm saying? It's still yeah. learning. Y'all are still learning. Um, me and my husband, we were actually together for a long time before we got married. Uh, I think I was thinking about it because we're coming up on three years, but we've really been together eleven years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like he wasn't even supposed to be my husband. We was just kicking it, like, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, we always say that. Like, how we, <laughs> did, how we came in to play, it wasn't supposed to be like that. And it kind of just... I mean, you know, like I said, you can't control what you can't control. Right, right. Um, I forget how the quote goes, but, you know, there's people that come in your life for, for days, months, years, seasons, and reasons, you know what I mean? So, I don't never... When I meet somebody, here's my thing. I don't never judge anybody off a of first meeting. I don't never be like have any preconceived notions. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. It's up to you to show me who you are. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm not going to try to play detective or nothing like that because you're going to show me who you are eventually. You know, you might be fake in the beginning, but eventually it's going to reveal itself, you know. So I don't get mad at people when they show me their real selves and it wasn't who I thought they was. It just, because it makes sense to me. You know, after a while, I'd be like, yeah, you wasn't really down. But it's cool because I gave you a chance. Yeah, I can't say I didn't. And you can't say I didn't. Right. So. At least y'all, like, I, like you said, it was an experience that you could not give no excuse to know what type of person we was dealing with because they showed their face. <laughs> but yeah, if, if, if there's anything that I could ask you to say to the audience today as far as excuses, excuses that sometimes we can make, and I love how you broke down victim mentality and how that plays a role, and sometimes you have to check your damn self to realize, oh, yeah. okay, what you're dealing with. What is something that you can say to the audience today? Um, one, don't be hard on yourself. Um, I realize that I'm my worst critic. I, there's nothing nobody can say to me outside of me that's going to make me feel bad about what I do. Because I'm no worst. Like, if I do something on the show and I don't like it, I'm my worst. Some people be like, oh, man, it's cool, man. Where about I'm like, nah. Not that I'm a perfectionist. It's just that I don't really like making mistakes. Even though you're supposed to learn from those mistakes. Right. Um, I'm hard on myself. Um, if I don't like something, I'll redo it. Uh, if I do a promo, some people might think it's cool. I send my promos to people who are not on the show, who are not um, a part of podcasting, so to say, to get their outside opinion. You know, podcasters are going to tell each other, yeah, everything, yeah, it looks good, send, send it out. And some of the people do it because they know it's shit and they want you to send it out so you look stupid. They're right. Uh, and then you have some people who are just, you know, they down with you and they on your team, so they're not going to tell you the truth. They, they, I'm not going to say yes, man, but, you know, anything you do looks like gold to them because, you know, they love you and want to see you win. So it's like, yeah, that looks great. Octopus, uh, monkey shit, whatever that is. Man, turn it up, man. It's amazing. Um, so you, I'll be weird with those people. So I send it to my wife. And uh, I'll say, oh, yeah, she's gonna tell you the truth. Oh, my wife will kill me if something looks stupid. She, 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 oh, oh, she, <laughs> no, yes and no. Okay. Because I want her to love it, but when she don't, I'm like, all right, well, at least I know she's telling me the truth. This right. Sucks. 
I know it's I like, and sometimes I already know it sucks, but I want a second opinion. Um, I have two females, my wife and then my friend. Ew, calling her a friend, it seems so hard. And if she ever sees this, she gonna know how, anyway. Like I said, we have a brother-sister relationship. When we first started out, we was like oil and water, but now we're like brother and sister who can't return this sister um, if I wanted to, but it's sickening um, the relationship we have. But anywho, so I send it to those people because I know they're going to keep it real with me and be honest and uh, tell me what it really is. If they don't like it, they're going to tell me. But they're also going to give me constructive criticism. That's the thing. That's important. You can tell somebody it sucks, but tell them why or how they can fix it. Um, But as far as excuses, like, just realize that people are going to give you one, no matter what. Yeah. Um, you're going to give yourself one. You're going to give yourself an excuse on why you can't go to the gym, on why you can't do your show tonight, on why you can't do all these things, but then you have to really just sit down and be like, is that a real reason? Because some people don't have real reasons. They just have um, goofy excuses, like just to, you know, psych themselves out. So when you get past, if it's a real legitimate, like, oh, I broke my leg, I can't go to the gym, cool. But if it's, oh, I got a hangnail, I don't know if I want to go to the gym, that's an excuse. Okay. You, you got to push past those excuses because if not, you're not going to get anything done. I love it. I love that. I, I always want to leave with a great takeaway. Um, hold yourself accountable for your own shit. That's what I get from yes. you today. Um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Like, we in 2022, we are in a era of information. And just learn from your mistakes and stop excuses and gracious to yourself. And before we go today, DC, let them know where they can find you at on social media. You know, this is starting to become my favorite part because I get to say this first. You can find me on Pandora. Uh, hey! Not too many people I know can say that, so I get to no, see that shit. Right. Pandora, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, shout out to Apples Radio, um, marketing partner, Biz Boost, um, uh, Paramount Pictures, they're one of our sponsors. We do sponsor movie giveaways on the show sometimes, so a bunch of movies. Uh, I'm not about to name all them fucking production companies. Um, <laughs> um, Spotify iHeart, you know what I'm saying? Any streaming platform, we pretty much on all of them. Uh, shout out to Good Pods. We were just number three in entertainment news. I mean, number seven in entertainment news, number three in indie music interviews and music interviews overall out of the top 100. So that was huge. Um, because the month before that, hold on, because the month before that, we was like uh, 12. 12 and 17 so people be like oh you only show when you're good i show all my shit if we at the top of the church i show you if we at the bottom i show you because i don't want nobody thinking like you know our shit's perfect you know it fluctuates um you know some good some months some good or bad but i like to keep it real with the people who are you know supporting and watching and listening so they know that it's a genuine i'm not up here you know what i'm saying just trying to show you perfect because uh, then you think i can't fail and then when i do they be like, well, no, the nigga was always three. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. I love it. Congrats. Congrats to everything. Showing people that you're supposed to fail anyway to succeed. That's what it's about anyway. Um, letting go that ego and that pride. Yeah, and, and definitely not giving excuses. So I love that. So before we go today, you see, I like to end with like maybe one or two random questions.
A candle. <laughs> oh, I was going to say a candle, but I, I didn't. Okay. Okay, and the next one is, what has a neck but no head? Get there, but we everywhere. 